Good morning. Welcome back. What's up? Nothing much. Nothing much. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Another episode of Being. For sure. So let's do our energy checks. Dr. Hamlet, where are you? I'm like a four. Solid four. Okay. Dr. Gaines? Right in the middle. I'm at a five. Feeling pretty good. Get it. Okay. Can you see my dance? Oh, hey. oh she's got hey. the little dance. Hey. <laughs> Don't get me I mean, started. I think I'm, 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 I'm distracted. What were you about to get started with? Every song that makes me move like she was just moving. <laughs> okay, then don't get started. Don't get started. I think I'm a little distracted today. Like I'm easily a six, a 6.5. Like I'm, I'm definitely distracted. But hyper distracted because my brain is firing on different things and, you know, all that good good stuff, but not good stuff because I can't focus. All right, Dr. Taj. So for the people out there who are at a 6.5 on any given day, 7, I, 8, 9, what, what would uh-huh. you tell them to do to, you know? Um, A lot of it is just try to find a way to ground yourself, to calm yourself down, right? So if your parents, you know, a lot of times you notice your kid's a little off kilter. You have them take a nap, right? I would definitely go for a nap, but then that would just defeat the whole purpose of all the stuff I have to do for the day. So in those instances where you can't take a nap, um, try to find something to relax you, whether it's music, because y'all swear I do Midnight Love on the Pandora. Quiet storm. Are we wrong? Are we wrong? I don't think so. It, oh, it's the quiet it's storm. Definitely the quiet it's storm. not it's not the quiet storm. It's Anthony Hamilton channel. I digress. So those things to get you refocused, um, going, working out, reading, journaling, anything that will allow you to brain dump, right? Get everything out your head, clear your head so you can move forward. So for me, it's talking to you ladies, recording the episode. My hope is that by the end of the episode, I'll be a little, um, I'll be being a good working range. We'll allow you to use us for therapy today. It's fine. No charge. No charge. Here we go. Pick it on. I might Pick send you a bill. Okay. You, and it will be returned to sender. Uh, okay. So today, what are we talking about today? You know, I think we should delve into what's happening right now with women Particularly, Megan the Stallion. <laughs> Why are you laughing already? Are you because it face? was the way she was like. Particularly, <laughs> Megan the Stallion. Megan between Cardi B, Megan the Stallion, and Tory Lanez, I feel like we could probably do a series of podcasts on all the issues <laughs> that these three have brought up in pop culture these last few weeks. Okay. So what, what, what top, right. What topics would you like to discuss as it relates to them? Oh, well, (laughs) you know what? First, let's, let's talk about how WAP has caused everybody on the planet to be up in arms, but it's also the number one song on the billboard charts. So right. It is hilarious. I just, I can't understand the hype, right? Because how many years ago 
was Uncle Luke talking about face down, bottom up. He didn't say bottom. He said the other word. But like, and just was going. There's Akinelli to put, because he was putting stuff in folks' mouths. You my, have. What about, huh? my, what about my neck? My back? Mm-mm-mm-mm. Yes. You're not, you're not yes, going to finish the line? About... You don't, you don't want to say it? You're just gonna keep, but see, keep but even the... that though, right? Like you're not, you're not gonna say the line because the rest of it is explicit. But then they're out here, just comparing it to macaroni and cheese being stirred, sis. <laughs> macaroni in the pot. Oh, what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? But again, we've it's all been done before, but by men. You know what I mean, and not. It's been done before by women, but not as explicit. We had Trina, who was the baddest B. But you um, know what though? I feel like her and Trick Daddy was talking about you don't know nah. Like it, 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 it just. But I feel like it has been done this explicitly before, and lyrically with who? Little Kim. Lyrically, but Little Kim, Little Kim, yes. But again, she it was received different. Why? I wonder if it's the video. Is it the song? Is it the video? Is it both? I think it's a song. Because it's Cardi B, too, and we already know. It's or no is it the bars. story that they painted on how they got to where they are? Do you get what I'm saying? Like, we all know Cardi used to be a stripper. Judgment free. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not knocking her by however you need to get it, sis. But then bringing those said stripper moves to a video... Or explicitly expressing your closed door desires. Oh. <laughs> closed like door. This is a Harlequin <laughs> romance. Closed door desires. Just, <laughs> <laughs> but like, trying to be politically correct, but like, that's what it is, right? Because she's always been who she is. Who so she is. So is Megan the Stallion. Nothing's Absolutely. changed. So has Megan. I mean, she's sure. twerking. Exactly. Nothing's changed. That's how she got Nothing's famous. Changed. Twerking and rapping. Twerking and rapping. Rapping right. and twerking. But they're both smart, and they're both empowered in their own ways. Like if you ever, if you ever follow Cardi B, like back before she was really famous, she was like basically. Like, you'll listen to her and you're like, oh, my God, this sounds so ratchet. And then you'll be like, she just actually said said a word right there. It's like, they're both smart. And Megan is just even more obviously, if you ever read about her or hear her talk, she is really smart. And super um, empowered. Like, when you hear her talk about her, her family and her mom and her grandma and their legacy, like, these ladies are, in, they're intentionally like playing this part up, but I don't know. They're just like super empowered women, I feel like. And I also think they're talking about, <clears throat> they're talking about sexual encounters that they're consenting to, right? Like this is important. Yeah. Like they're consenting to this. They're wanting this. They're expressing themselves in a sexual way that's part of their identity. I think for a long time, well, not I think, but for a long time in our culture, um, the sexual identity of a woman wasn't such that it was allowed to be expressed in this way, right? Like it was strictly used 
for the pleasure of men. It wasn't about women. I was just going to say, and WAP in particular is like, that's also the empowerment of like, we are controlling these dudes because what they going to do when this WAP hits them? That's basically what they're saying. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, how can you have an episode on WAP and it not go left at least for a second? Absolutely. And that, and, and, and it's, it is what it is, right? A very clear, transparent conversation. And I think that with, with the transparency, they're, they're, they're verbalizing what they want and getting their needs met. Right. And that in itself, I think makes it off putting to some, right? Because how dare you be verbal about what you want sexually? Because most most women rappers weren't as explicit. There was explicity with Little Cam, right? But or Trina, but not to this magnitude. So I I only think that that's the off putting and and the visual analogies that they give to the dangling thing. The dangly thing. Princess or about it. What did you say? The what, ma'am? The what, ma'am? Well, well, we'll cover that in a second. But the, the dangly thing. Were you about to say something about that, Taj? Because that was a whole word and hilarious in that song. No. I was going to, no. I was going to address the bottom feeders. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah the bottom feeders. feeders. No, no, no. There was no, like, have a conversation about the bottom feeders. <laughs> oh, we're not going to go there. <laughs> That was one of the lyrics. Just saying. Carry on. Back to the dangling thing. If we must. But it is, though, like you guys are saying, it is a song about empowerment. Because what she said, I don't cook. I don't clean. I don't Let me clean. tell you how I got this ring. Let me tell you how I got this ring. I did some <laughs> things. <laughs> Listen, like, that's oh, what it is. snap. I'm like, oh, 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 okay, we doing that, like, right now. Oh, okay, got it. I don't know. How do you address this Princess Thadiana, Dr. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Hamlet? (laughs) So, um, you know, when you watch the video, it's like, uh, it's lots of colors, so it's interesting to watch. And on Cardi B's Instagram, she had a picture, the picture of her and Megan when they were in the pink and yellow outfits, and she was like, oh, my God, I love that there's the Disney princess look. And then I'm like, yes, Princess Diana. <laughs> I mean, no shade, no disrespect. I'm just saying the song is called WAP, so. We got Frozen. <laughs> is Mulan a princess? I don't even know. No, Mulan isn't a princess. And then you got Princess Tatiana. We got Princess Jasmine. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Snow White. Snow White. Cinderella. Are they inviting Princess Tatiana to the ball? (laughs) All right. (laughs) But can we go back to, okay, right? So women put out a sexually explicit song. The world is on fire. Men put out a sexually explicit song. And it's Tuesday. 
Why is that? It is Tuesday. I think it's just, it's just, it's okay. It's okay to disrespect a woman. It's never okay to assert yourself and tell you, tell a man what you want. That was my take home. So you, wait, you're, what you're saying is your take home is that it's not okay for women to express themselves in that way and be assertive. Mm-hmm. Because <clears throat> did we get this same reaction from, I don't know, let's think of an artist. I mean, I can date myself and just go with Uncle Luke, right? Or Trick Daddy or Akinelli. But like rap music mm-hmm. has been disrespecting women since its inception. Mm-hmm. You could say that twice. Mm. And here are two women just expressing themselves sexually and, and, and sort of in a role reversal, right? Telling men what they want and what their expectation is. So this is really gender bias is what we're talking about. For sure. Absolutely. And in any other country, right, if we really put it in a broader context, the idea of a woman going on television world, you know, worldwide talking in that way is pretty much unheard of. So in terms of gender bias, like as American women, we have a level of, I guess, freedom, for lack of a better word, that would put other women in danger of death, even if they express themselves in that in that way. So there's just this strong worldwide sentiment of what it means to be a respectable woman, which does not include expressing yourself, I guess, in that way. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Agreed. But like, how do you navigate gender bias? And it's not just in music, right? It's in the workplace. It's in some cultures, it's in relationships. <clears throat> how do you navigate? How do you navigate that? And I think there's another layer of complexity because we're not talking in this instance. And then for us, um, you know, doing this podcast, we're not talking about just gender bias, right? We're talking about the intersection of gender and race. Because, let's be clear, this would be different if these were two white women. Right. Say more about that. (laughs) Mic drop. Mic drop. Literally. (laughs) Do you see my face? It was that emoji. Oh, right. (laughs) (laughs) Right. The response would would just be different if it was two white women. You know, in in black culture, women are over-sexualized, disrespected. Not in the Certainly. same ways that white women are, or even women from other countries. I think women from other countries tend to be more, uh, I hate the word, I don't even think I can pronounce it correctly, is exoticized? Is that like fetishized? Am I saying that Fetishized. Correctly? Okay. Mm-hmm. Don't get me to, to but- butchering up yeah, a word, because, you know. I don't know if I pronounce that. That's good, that's good. Yeah, y'all get my point. Y'all get point my point. me, point me, point um, me. So again, the intersection of race and gender, I think, creates this really unique situation for us. So 
I don't know if we can just talk about it in terms of gender bias. I could be wrong. So then how would you capture it? I think we need I think we all need to be conscious of the nuance that the 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 layer of race adds to this. Because what's Is there like okay. I was gonna say because what's Sorry. what's also been a hot thing right now is protecting black women. Mm-hmm. Is it a hot thing or something that has never really happened and it's now a necessity because we are sort of looked over, stepped on, murdered with no, you know, in the Breonna Taylor case, murdered with no recourse? Both. What do you think? It's hard to know what to say. I mean, that's a sobering reality that is true. I mean, I think I said to you guys before, I mean, I, from our relative seats, right, as professionals, as doctors, I feel like maybe maybe there's some gender privilege in that because I don't, as much as I know on a, I guess, broader level that I'm not always protected and maybe not as safe as other people, in my daily life, I don't feel like acutely endangered. Do you know what I'm saying? And I feel like, okay, if somebody assaulted me, I could, I would hire a lawyer and try to, you know, get them arrested or press charges. Like, I feel like I have, we have vehicles of power and access that maybe other people don't or other women might not. So it's kind of like a nuanced thing. Okay. This is getting heavy. I'm, I'm, (laughs) don't laugh at me, Taj. I'm not laughing because I mean, this, this, we can then talk about what you have brought up at the top of the segment, which was Megan and Tory Lanez, right? Like for as much as, for as much fire and heat she's under for WAP, she still found it time and space to protect Tory Lanez for whatever actually went down, which resulted in bullet holes in two of her feet. And then you wonder how long it would have taken for her to tell the story if his folks and his camp, air quotes, started to get ahead ahead of the story, to spin it, to look like he was the Mm. victim. And out of frustration, she came forth and told the story. And again, nobody was actually there outside of the four people that she named, which was her, her friend, him and his bodyguard. But like... Why did she feel the need to protect him? The disconnect is so interesting, right? Like how black women will go to war for black men, but then the reverse, there's not that same level of energy. And I think that's what makes it hard, for, at least for me to talk about is because I really don't understand the disconnect. Yeah, why is that? Why is that? I don't know. I think we might have to invite a man to ask those questions. Put him in the hot seat. Maybe we do. Any guys out there, if you want to be on our podcast and you have an answer, come. Why don't black Not so much. We're not even looking for an answer. We're just looking for some type of dialogue. True. To, to give us a why, because I'm quite sure your, your response wouldn't necessarily be the universal response, but just Good point. some dialogue about it. You know, to that point, like maybe... 
when I'm like, oh, I don't feel acutely endangered. But like, if you really, maybe it's just hard to look at that, like, nobody really protects us. There are people who want to cause us harm. Even if they did, they might not get arrested. Might not. And Can we look at track records right now? That's, that's, I think a little bit might too not. much for my, it's a, that's too much for my brain to like, to bring it to a personal <laughs> level. Like, like I can't walk around. I don't think about that too much as on a personal level. Cause what am I going to do with it? Mm-hmm. The red lipstick ain't work. Don't work for everything. <laughs> is that, is that not in the arsenal kit? Is that not in the, you know, it, it, it also brings the question that, um, you know, in the midst of all of this, right, there was a statistic that I found that <clears throat> there's an increase in the rise of African-American women who are becoming licensed to carry. As they should. So here we are. I am targeted. But, yeah. You know? But then also, ladies, right, there's, you know. For as much as that is true, what's also true is that black women are the fastest growing group of entrepreneurs. Sure. Absolutely. So what is that mindset then? Then it's I have to protect myself and my family and be able to support myself and my family. Get this By money. any means necessary. Money. You know what I mean? So, and those two things are, are allowing women to be equipped for what's to come, whatever, what so is. Are, wow. Wow. Wait a minute, though. So are we saying that there is a connection between this lack of protection for black women and the the spike in black female entrepreneurship? I mean, it could be without doing hardcore research on it. Absolutely. Just looking at the numbers and those stats alone present it in two different cases, you know, two different bouts of research. Absolutely. That's really good. I feel like that is deep and heavy and I mean, great, right? Like uh-huh. to be among a group of, of, you know, women who are taking control in ways that we, we weren't able to in the past, but then also, but is, but if we think about it in that way, was it born out of, this idea that like there's really nobody out here for me but me wow that and the feeling of being empowered right which is what Nakia spoke to earlier I'm empowered to assert myself to tell you what I need and want sexually take it or leave it and as it pertains to myself and my family it's on my it's a feeling like it's quote air quotes on my back so I'm going to get out here, start me a business, grind it out. And while I'm doing that, I'm going to slide on over to the gun range, get my <laughs> permit, <laughs> make sure I'm, I'm, I'm locked and loaded. I done covered all the bases. Can, can I just bring a, like, this is a really interesting connection. And can I just think, can we just talk a little bit about evolution? Because I <laughs> always know, coming from left well, field. Look, Here though, we go. in my psychology... Wait, everybody seated? Everybody seated? We ready? Okay, Dr. Hamlet, go ahead. I'm telling you, as one of the frameworks I always think about, when I think about adaptation, I always think about evolution. Because when you think about the multi-generational transmission of trauma and epigenetics, right? Mm-hmm. 
and all these factors and how the civilization develops over time and generations. So if we're saying that black women, you know, historically have had no support and have had to develop the resources to take care of themselves and their families and be empowered and own their sexuality over time in the course of evolution, that is, you know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So Uh if we are adapting to be like self-sufficient, self-supporting organisms... Just saying. I'm not mad at that one. Absolutely. That, that was, that a, good was one. a good one. Thank you. <laughs> we, we didn't know where you were going. <laughs> we, got, no. we had to wait. We had to sit and wait. It was like, oh. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. You <laughs> never know. Wild card. You never wild know. Card. AKA the wild card. <laughs> yeah, I think about it. So how do we flip the script on this? Well, dun, dun, dun. What's the, what do we, so how do we manage the stress of this, you mean? Manage the stress of this or manage the conversation, right? Because the conversation is going to come up. WAP is going to be a topic for a bit. Megan the Stallion and Tory Lanez and the need to protect a black man who doesn't feel the need to protect you as a black woman are going to be two narratives that play itself out for a bit, right? Until the newest, latest craze comes through. Like, how do we navigate that? Whether it's in our own personal relationships right do you stay do you leave um work relationships who is my ally who's my support um and even in social situations you know it's interesting moment of transparency so um y'all know i dance right i've danced my entire life so in class this week um i got there and that was the song that we did and you did a routine did, off a of WAP, man, and you just waited till now to bring it right. up. But see, but so, but that's that's the thing though, because typically I have no no you know issues with posting the choreography from the class on my you know my personal sure. social medias. But this one, really, yeah, no, I was I was I wasn't going I wasn't really? going to do that. Why? That's the thing. Really? Why? Right. <laughs> because you do post all other choreographies absolutely it was something it, it was is something it, about i was like oh you know what this is this might be a bit much mm. was it the song or the dance moves you know what it was before we before she even taught the choreography once i knew what song it was i had already made up my mind i wasn't gonna post it because it was a hot topic because of the song yep not for nothing though but come on it's like it's called WAP, so I'm not really mad at you for, like, I mean, you're basically, if you decide to do a, do a choreography to WAP and then post it, I mean, it might just be more information than you want to share, or you might not want to share a perspective on yourself in that way. I, I feel like that's reasonable. But if you switched out the song and did that same choreography to a different song, would you post it? That's the thing. I'm, I might have I thought about it. I, I think it's the weight tied to the song i I think think i truly think it's the the weight tied to the song and then you'd have to sort of ask like why Mm -hmm. why because you know after the class (laughs) everybody else is posting posting their videos and when i saw it i was like get it you know like but for me i was kind of like it's socialization and to be honest it's it kind of it's 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 inhibiting maybe and a little stifling but when you are in certain circles there's just 
unspoken it's maybe sucks but there's just unspoken things that we all subscribe to in our own different ways so like if you're really connected to your church family you might not agree with everything they think you might think WAP is a great song but if you had a thought that maybe like someone from your church family would see it and judge you by that standard you might just not want to put yourself you might not want to experience that is that wrong I hear what you're saying, but, you know, also too, right, dance in general is part of my identity and it always has been. So now I'm in a position to not share part of my identity because I'm I'm cautious about mm-hmm. the song that I choose to or that, you know, we did the choreography to. So when we're talking about empowerment, how do we in those moments, how do we feel empowered to not silence parts of ourselves but say like if you don't like it it's not for you this is for me right you don't have to like it you don't have to like or comment you could just scroll on past scroll on past i mean that's the ideal but i just think we should we're honest about the fact that we're not all there yet that would be the ideal like you like it or you don't like it i don't really care what you think but there's a lot of weight to to conform and i think but in conforming are you being true to yourself I guess is, 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 is my whole thing. And then it's like, how can you then speak to empowerment to others? Right. If you're not your, your, your genuine self, like that's just that I, that's huge for me. It's I true. just, you know, I just, I, there's some things that operate in black and white. There's no gray space. So, and so I feel like if I'm talking to or running or facilitating a group on empowerment, I can't teach it and then not live it true so you got to post it straight then. hypocrisy so so are you telling to- toya to post it or are you telling like i'm not telling my friend to do I'm just pl- anything I'm just she does not want to spicy. do my spicy spicy <laughs> but i am saying to my friend like if you switch out the song would you feel the same way like if you switch out the song to something else other than wop could you perform that same choreography and feel comfortable You know what I mean? I just feel like because WAP is a hot topic, that's why that choreography in that moment was a little too dicey. Because in 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 another circumstance, you would you wouldn't think twice about it. And how do you facilitate that type of mentality or that type of mental space in your own world? Like, what do you do if there's a listener who's dealing with that hypocrisy, right, or struggling with empowerment? What would you say to them? How would you support them? It definitely takes work to become secure and confident in whatever area that is, right? So one thing we can say about probably with full confidence about Megan and Cardi is that they are who they are and they're comfortable in who they are and they've been who they are. Monday through Sunday, they are the same, you know? So I think part of it is challenging the assumptions and dealing with maybe the judgment that comes from inside first. Because I think a lot of times we put judge, we, we think that people are going to judge us for certain things, but sometimes that judgment starts from within. We project those things out. So I think you have to deal with the judgment and the shame that comes internally from an internal place um, in order to feel more confident and secure in whatever it is that you're questioning. I think too, like we all respect people who like Cardi and Megan who are like just completely themselves and don't really care what other people think. But I think it's, it's true to yourself too, to just be 
transparent in saying like, I'm not really there yet. I, I, I'm working towards being really comfortable with how I feel, what I think, what I want, my sexuality, but I'm not quite there yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's just as respectable. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's always the balance, right? Accepting where you are while working towards where you're trying to go. All right, okay. ladies. This was a good one. That was good. It was. Where's, it where's was your good. energy at, Dr. Taj? How we do with our therapy today? I I came down. <laughs> I came all, I came down. I'm at a five, 4.55. Five. Okay. Great. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. How about you, doctor? Which doctor? You know, it's three of us on here. <laughs> There's three. So which one? <laughs> The doctor that just referred to me. So Dr. Gaines, we'll, we'll start with Dr. Gaines and follow up with Dr. You know, Hamlet. well, I was monitoring my energy. I said I started at a five. Then when I when I, when mm-hmm. I was, you know, being open about my struggles, I said, oh, it's going up, sticking up a little bit. <laughs> so I, I, a little, a little, little bit. A little, just a little. I breathed it through, breathed it through, remembered who I was with, talked, talked it out, out, remembered the people who are listening, are listening because they want to and they value what we're saying. So I brought myself down. All right. Now I'm back at a five, good. so I'm good. Good. Dr. Hamlet? Yeah, I'm at a five. That was really rich conversation. Good. Rich. We leave Let's off leave with off rich. With rich. <laughs> Let's leave off with Thank rich. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Thank you. See you next, next time. time lady.